हेलो वेलकम डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह देसाई टुडे इन यूनिट फोर द कॉलोनियल पर्सपेक्टिव लेट अस स्टार्ट अवर लेक्चर विद टॉपिक कास्ट एंड द जुडिशियल सिस्टम द फोर मोर मोस्ट ऑब्जेक्टिव ऑफ एनी कॉलोनियल पावर इज इकोनॉमिक दैट इज टू रूल द कॉलोनी फॉर प्रॉफिट एंड सिंपन ऑफ द लोकल रिसोर्सिस the objective of british colonialism in india was no different the initial days of the east india company's rule was guided by a motive to earn profit through trade and later through land revenues from areas under their control it was soon realized however that they could achieve their objectives only if they had a thorough understanding of the belief system in fact of the total society they ruled initially the colonial approach to caste was guided by such an administrative necessity caste was seen as a way to deal with the huge population by breaking it down into discrete categories with similar lifestyles gradually however the colonial government saw the possibility of promoting the aspect of caste system which emphasized division in indian society rather than their solidarity furthermore under the cover of colonialism caste was manipulated in several ways to severe colonial interest in maintaining social order legitimizing colonial power and strengthening colonial rule the caste emerged as principal and convenient means of divide and rule there are two views regarding the role of caste in colonial rule according to Ro- roland nin and others the british considered caste as the central symbol for india the core of indian tradition in the colonial perspective caste provided a singular source of social identity for all indians all other identities based on community village trading guild temple and religion were secondary to caste caste during the colonial rule emerged as a measure of social life it was strengthened as a result of colonial rule in india second the british rule according to gurie brought about certain positive changes in the caste system due to its emphasis on uniform law caste free economic opportunities a modern education system and an active intervention through caste disabilities removal act they helped in reducing the stranglehold of caste they did not recognize caste as a unit power empowered to administer justice by introducing a free caste free judicial system although they did not take any comprehensive step to minimize the evil effect of caste they at least deplored them on an average the actions of the colonial government did strengthen the institution according to dates the 
early years of the colonial rule witnessed mechanisms of indirect rule largely through land system that had a bearing on modes of property agrarian relations and revenue collection in these arrangements authority was vested in the hands of zamindars individual cultivators and village communities they were the agents of revenue collection and local order charles cornwallis and philips francis emphasized the loyalty of the local lords to the british government while thomas murno emphasized that they played no role in agricultural cultivation metcalf and affinstone emphasized the resilience of the ancient village republic or community as the colonial economy diversified agrarian revenue concerned were largely taken over by other kinds of revenue concerns british interest in the institution of caste intensified in new ways ethnography of caste and customs found a place in district level gazetteers and manuals empirical surveys in which caste emerged as a core issue and the first decennial census of 1872 in which caste emerged as a primary subject of classification of people the village came to be identified as a site for exploring the articulation of caste relations by 1901 caste had attained its political colonial ap- apotheosis which found a presence in richley's ethnographic survey of india the advent of british rule also introduced a uniform judicial system in india the entry attitude of the british judicial system towards caste was not uniform in the three presidencies in bengal questions related to caste could be raised in the court while in bombay presidency courts had no right to interfere in matters relating to caste initially matters related to caste were considered as exclusive domain of caste councils gradually many matters like assault theft rape were brought before british court for decision in civil matters such as property adoption marriage and divorce although customary caste laws guided the courts with the passage of time various decisions of high courts practically set aside the authority of the caste the victoria marriage act was passed in 1856 legitimizing victoria marriages this was an important act which stood out in contravention to caste laws of many higher castes that prohibited widow remarriage 
the high court of bombay in 1857 clearly spelled out that the court of law will not recognize the authority of a caste to declare a marriage void or to give permission to a woman to remarry the courts also ruled that people could employ non brahmins to perform rituals when an injunction was brought restraining non brahmans from performing priestly duties the caste disability removal act of 1850 made the conversion of people from one caste religion to another possible in the process the act ruled that a person could not be fortified of his rights to property by loss of caste or change of religion however it is to be noted that act was silent about the issue of removal of civil disabilities existing between the caste groups it only facilitated the conversion from one religion to another in 1872 a special marriage act was passed which made it possible for an indian of whatever caste or creed to enter a valid married marriage with a person belonging to another caste or creed provided the parties registered the contract of marriage declaring themselves that they did not belong to any religion later however some measures were introduced to remove the social disability arising out of the practice of civil disabilities in 1923 for example the government issued a resolution that no grant would be paid to any aided educational institution which refused admission to the children of depressed class later resolutions prohibited the practice of untouchability and provided for protection protective discrimination for the depressed castes as a consequences of the introduction of these common laws and administrative measures all the legal inequalities in the treatment of different castes were removed caste was divided of its role to administer justice but all these measures did not weaken the caste system the activities of the british colonial government did very little in the direction of ameliorating the problems of caste most of the measures taken by the colonial government were guided by the prudence of administration and not by a desire to reduce the rigidity of caste they never showed the willingness to take bold steps to tackle the social disability due to the caste in all their actions the primary concern was the safety of the british domination the knowledge gained through ethnographic surveys was not used for solving the problems of caste it only helped in establishing the preeminence of caste 
कास्ट एमर्ज्ड एज अ साइट फॉर डिटेल्ड रिकॉर्डिंग ऑफ द कस्टम्स ऑफ पीपल देयरफॉर व्हेन सेंसस स्टार्टेड इन इंडिया कास्ट एमर्ज्ड एज अ प्रिंसिपल क्राइटेरिया फॉर द इन्यूमरेशन ऑफ पॉपुलेशन व्हिच फर्दर प्लेड द रोल ऑफ स्ट्रेंथनिंग आइडेंटिटीज बेस्ड ऑन कास्ट नाउ लेट अस कंक्लूड द यूनिट in contemporary india caste exist in different forms being a member of a caste or sub caste does not have the same meaning for everyone everywhere caste system as understood during the colonial time as a rigid hierarchical occupational group with social distinctions on interdining and discourse might not be valid for the many context in which caste is used colonial rulers refilled caste system as preeminent it was used as a member of all social things under colonialism caste was made uniform pervasive and far more totalizing than ever before caste emerged as the principal religious order and the religious definition of caste became central so that the social hierarchy was perceived as being essentially a religious phenomena detailed and voluminous accounts by colonial administrators continuously emphasized the religious basis of caste so that the system appeared to be pervaded by the general aura of ritual and ceremonies accounts of purity and pollution and restriction regarding the interdining and social discourses saturated the account of caste system the idea that varna the classification of all caste into four hierarchical order with the brahmins at the top could be used for organizing the social identity and relations of all indian developed only under the british colonial rule caste was an important colonial cultural instrument of rule by focusing on the differences and divisions of the indian population richley's theory of caste as a racial system and its use in the census played a significant role in production of the modern caste identities in india which contributed to the rise of casteism in contemporary india here we want to close this lecture and we have come to the end of the unit thanks for listening